Coronavirus update for the 11th of August. I'm Jim Watkins. We're going to do slightly different, a little bit more free form so we can get more information to you on what's happening with the coronavirus. So we want to go a little bit as we used to do, where we just run the numbers and give some analysis as we go. So let's take a look at the world numbers at this time. If you look across the entire planet, we see that the Daily cases now are averaging a little more than 643,000 a day. That's actually up from just a week ago where that number was closer to 500,000. And uh, so, you know, we're looking at uh, almost a 15% increase in the number of cases, which is to be expected because more people are testing, much more aggressive testing going on. Uh, Much of it is mandated now so that people can resume Uh, normal social activity, so they're being required to test. And we also know that PCR testing, which is the most common form of testing, sometimes can be as much as 30 to 40% a margin of error. So again, looking at the overall daily numbers across the globe, it appears that we're in a brief increase period, a brief mini wave from not quite as significant as the previous wave, which occurred back in April in May of last year, probably about half of that. So that's our observance on the number of cases around the globe. If we look at deaths, it's much much the same picture. Uh, we are looking at a leveling off, if you will, of about just under 10,000 deaths per day on average from around the world. That's about where it was uh, back on the 2nd of August. That number was just 9,188, and today 9,544. And if you compare it to, say, 30 days ago, we were looking at about 7,500 deaths per day. So we've seen a sharp increase from 30 days ago, but the last week the increase has slowed significantly. Let's take a look at the United States. We want to take a look yesterday at the numbers here in the U.S. The U.S. reported 614 deaths in one day. The average number of deaths each day in the United States is... uh, get that number for you in just a moment here. It's about 715 people on average per day dying in the United States. And if we go back to about a week ago, that number was 570. So we're looking at about a 40% increase in the number of deaths. Now, in context, that number that we're experiencing today, the average number of deaths, is about on par with where we were back in May. And even back in the first wave, When we had that brief lull, we were dropping down to about 700 cases. So it does not appear that we're headed toward a significant wave of new deaths in the United States, at least based on the last two years of averages. And that's good news. Uh, We're still seeing relatively low numbers of daily deaths as a whole in the United States. Um, And we are still seeing the, the major players involved as well. For example, yesterday in Texas... 109 deaths were reported in the state of Texas, and cases are also very high. Yesterday, the number of cases they recorded, 17,612. California reported 59 deaths on uh, Wednesday, and they also reported a little more than 12,000 cases in California. We want to look real quickly and take a look at trends in California. I was speaking to a doctor in Southern California And I asked him 
why he thought Southern California had more cases that were erupting than, say, Northern California. And he said, frankly, a lot of it has to do with the migrant population. Uh, there's a higher concentration. People live in closer quarters. Uh, they generally are lower income, not just migrant. But in general, uh, proportionality, there are just more below or at poverty level people who are living closer to each other, and therefore the cases are spreading. We're at about 11,000 new cases today, almost 12,000. But if you go back to the 2nd or 3rd of August, the new cases each day were about 9,500. So we have increased uh, almost over 2,000 per day on average. So, And looking at deaths, which is always a, a ray of hope because the number of deaths do not reflect the same aggressiveness in new cases. 40 deaths were reported uh, on Wednesday. There's an average of about 40 per day occurring right now in the Golden States. There's 40 million people. You know, do the math, 40 people a day, you know, is not as significant as, say, as, as it was back in February when over 500 people a day were dying from COVID. We also want to take a look at Florida, which is not only the hotspot for a lot of the coronavirus activity, but it's also the hotspot politically with a lot of debate going on. Ron DeSantis, the governor, not imposing mask mandates, even though cases are rising. Uh, yesterday, at least according to the most recent information provided by the CDC, uh, they recorded 21,000 new cases of coronavirus, and that is the highest level. I think it's the second or third highest number of cases on average since the pandemic began. So we're clearly, in terms of new cases, rising. Now, we also have to remember that it is the tail end of tourist season, and we experience and because of the fact that people are not traveling overseas, because of restrictions in travel and caution, uh, we've seen a 2 to 5% increase in the number of tourists that have come to Florida. Add to this the fact that you have Florida's the reputation as being an open state. So people that are tired of dealing with COVID in their home states feel that there's refuge in Florida, so they come. And they enjoy themselves. And so theme parks have been crowded. In fact, the problem with theme parks and tourists is many times it's because there aren't enough employees at, say, Disney World or the resorts or uh, even in Tampa. So, and, and then, of course, we have the students who've been here. Uh, we've had massive concerts in Miami. In fact, that still remains to be the hotbed of Florida, Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Uh, uh, that area, those two counties, Miami-Dade and um, Fort Lauderdale, Broward County. 21,000 average newly cases in Florida as of today. Yeah, but let's take a look at the deaths. Where are we in terms of the deaths? Well, the deaths, interestingly, took a big nosedive on August 11th. 31 people on average are dying uh, per day. It dropped to actually four deaths or only four deaths reported on Wednesday bringing down our average. In fact, the last five days in Florida, deaths have been dropping, which is a, an interesting phenomenon. So the average number of people dying, despite the fact that we're having record number of COVID cases, uh, and again, explaining why that is, is possible and what, where it's coming from, what's driving it, still the deaths in Florida have remained relatively low. And that's, uh, that's a testament to our medical system and also possibly because 
we have a majority of people in the in the uh, Sunshine State in Florida who have received their vaccinations. We're one of the higher states, and that's obviously because of our elderly population and the the government's insistence that the elderly be uh, vaccinated first. And this was going back three four months ago. Uh, Louisiana is also another place where they're experiencing a proportionally a higher number of deaths recently, and the cases are about 6,100 on average per day. About 6,100 people are being diagnosed with coronavirus, and the deaths are also shooting up. Uh, one of the highest days, 93 deaths reported on August 10th yesterday, uh, but the average number of deaths is 40. Uh, if you look at daily deaths in the state of Louisiana, and that is up from, uh, let's see, looking back on August 2nd, 16. So they've jumped from an average of 16 deaths to an average of 40. I also want to take a look at some of the more interesting places around the world and what's happening with COVID. Um, then I'm going to give you the breakdown as far as percentages, and then we'll take a look at some of the vaccine data that we see. So, again, we talked about how many actual cases there are per day around the world. Uh, but let's look at the actual percentages and what does that tell us in terms of active cases versus uh, cold, uh, closed cases. At this time around the world, according to the information that's aggregated by Johns Hopkins and the CDC, 6.6% uh, of those who have COVID at this time are considered serious or critical, 0.6%. And that comes to a number of about 102,000 people who are around the world considered in serious or critical condition as of August 10th, midnight. The number of people that are considered in mild condition represent 99.4% of all the active cases in the world. So on a grand scale, on a, on a macro statistical level, 99.4% of people who are actively involved with have coronavirus are considered mild cases. And the number of people that are in serious or critical represents 0.6%. That number has not really changed since the pandemic began. 99.4, is usually the ratio of people who only experience mild condition. Now, does that mean I'm trying to downplay the severity of the virus? No. Clearly, there are over 100,000 people at this moment who are in serious condition that could convince me otherwise. But statistically, it's, it's, it's a number that we have to also recognize so that we don't go into panic mode. Um, so now let's take a look at some of the hot spots. I always like to look at the hot spots in terms of deaths and see where we are. And Indonesia and Brazil continue to have an excess of 1,000 deaths per day from COVID. And this is after months and months and months. Russia is having an experience now where they're reaching peak cases. And we have heard from several sources that the numbers in Russia and in Iran are probably much higher. But Russia reported 800 cases yesterday of deaths from coronavirus. In that country, the number of deaths in Russia represent 3% of all of the cases, which there's been almost 6 million cases. 
So of the 6 million coronavirus cases that have occurred or are being diagnosed in Russia, 6% of the population has fallen ill or have died. And the other countries that are being especially hard hit, South Africa, 573 people. Uh, their case numbers are, are relatively minor compared to some other countries in the African continent. The number of deaths is still rather nominal, uh, about 330. That's probably a little bit above the comfort level. Uh, but it is dropping from about 400 back in late July. So the number of deaths is actually decreasing in South Africa, even though the number of cases are rising. And if we look at England, I want to take a look at England, if we could bring England up or the UK. UK is a remarkable story because both cases and deaths are down, even though the cases are still relatively high at 27,000 on average per day. That's the seven-day moving average in the United Kingdom. We have to understand that testing is almost mandatory. There are many sections of society in the United Kingdom that are mandated to have coronavirus tests. It does not mean that 27,000 people... And again, the reason that I say it in the way that I do, because we have to frame it in the context of reality so that you're not getting the numbers without the context, because the numbers themselves don't really tell you, they don't truly reflect the activity that's going on. Again, in, in, in the UK, after massive lockdowns, you know, people are going out again, obviously being exposed, and the, the country is mandating tests in a lot of sectors. So you're naturally going to see a high number of tests, and yes, a nominally high number of contagion. It doesn't mean that everyone in England is sick, but it means that a lot of people are testing positive for COVID. And the deaths are relatively minor. So, you know, you take a country like the UK uh, and there's 27,000 cases, you would think, oh, my God, the numbers just must be through the roof in terms of deaths. Well, the average number of deaths in the entire UK, which represents, what, 60 million people, 87 and that's slightly up. That's only slightly up from 75 from a week ago. Uh, a month ago, that was six people on average. So the number in the last month has gone from six to 87. That's a very important increase. I mean, that's statistically, what is that, a 70% increase. But it's still a relatively low number. And it does not appear, it actually appears to be leveling off. So that's just one more item that we want to bring up. And then I want to try to look at France because France, the people there are protesting in massive numbers about the passports and about the uh, crackdowns and lockdowns. And it's just, it's, it's, many people have said that it's just gone out of control in France uh, with the government insisting on, on dr such draconian measures. But the numbers are actually quite astounding in France, and I want to share them with you uh, because they tell a completely different story of what's happening in France. So right now there are 7, 000, or 1,700 people uh, out of the million that are considered in serious or critical condition in, in France. So 0.2% of those infected with corona in France are considered critical. The total number of cases in France has been steady at about 23,000 per day. It's about the same as England, 23,000 per day. 
And then again, like in England, you have a government that insists on many of its sectors, private sectors, businesses that are requiring people get tested frequently if they aren't willing to get the vaccine. 23,000 cases on average per day in France. What does that tell us in terms of deaths? Well, the number of people that are dying in France per day on average from COVID is 52. And that is about where it was a little bit higher than 38. So it's gone up about 20, 25% in a week. But the number is 52. Compare that to where they were at their peak, which was well over a year ago. It was about 890 people a day dying. Then France went through a long period where they saw very little cases. Then a brief upsurge in late November during flu season when it was cold. And then it's been a steady decrease and we're now averaging about 52 people. And this is why people in France are protesting against uh, all of these draconian measures of, of getting not only being required to get the virus, but to have a passport, to have something that identifies that you're either not sick or that you've had a vaccine. And so we've spent a little bit of time just going through some of the countries in a little bit more detail. I wanted to take this moment to really hash out some of the numbers, and I hope that they've been useful to you. All of this information is sourced on our webpage at candidlyspeaking.net, and I hope that you will continue to listen to these. We don't ask for donations. We are not backed by a corporation. We have no pharmaceutical interests. There's no government agency dictating what we report. All of my information is sourced on our website at candidlyspeaking.net. And as we've said from the very beginning, these coronavirus updates are about facts, not fear. We try to stay away from the politics, and I appreciate you taking time to follow the Coronavirus Update podcast. With your coronavirus update for August 11, 2021, I'm Jim White.